4: Hey, this is Thomas Q. Jones, and you're listening to the NFL Players' Second Acts Podcast.
5: Thank y'all for tuning in to another episode of the NFL Players' Second Acts Podcast. I'm Peanut Tillman, and I got my guy with me, my right-hand man, Roman
4: you know what? i was just accused i was just about to accuse you peanut of not bringing the energy this morning but i was completely just way ahead of myself right there let me bring it back thank you for that introduction i don't know where that comes from but i'm just here to say thank you for it i appreciate it i also want to thank all the listeners out there for tuning in consistently and appreciate you, ask you, and I want to ask you personally, Peanut does too, continue to spread the word and to give us a rating, a review. And don't forget to hit that follow button on the Apple Podcasts, the iHeartRadio app, or anywhere else you listen to your podcast. So continue to follow us. We are continuing to pump more and more episodes out there. And today,
5: I promise you, we'll not let you down with our guests today. I bring that energy cuz I had some lines, man, some mar- some mushrooms, man. It just got it got me in the mood. I just, I was feeling charged <laughs> and ready to go. So today, you know, y'all, we got a special guest. Um this gentleman played 10 years in the NFL, uh made a pro bowl in 05, uh got drafted by the uh uh Cardinals, played in Denver for a while. Now after playing after in the NFL. Now he is a mushroom farmer. So y'all show some love for Jake the snake plumber, <laughs> and like rome said i'm feeling What's the up, hair bros? man i went by your website and everyone got long hair i feel like to grow mushrooms man like everyone's oh. got the long hair i'm feeling <laughs> it i'm feeling it
6: you know uh the long hair for me right now is just uh it got to a point where it stopped being annoying and now it's long hair and it's just i got long hair now so it might be gone this summer when it gets hot but for now, that's what it is, and, uh, you know, I don't think it has anything to do with the mushrooms, but, you know, shiitake mushrooms do help with, uh, you know, your hair and nails help promote, like, hair and nail growth. So, you know, one little fun fact about fungi you might not know. <laughs>
5: so, so what made you get into the whole mushroom? Like, so I know you, you retired. What made you get into the whole mushroom thing? I know I know Calvin Johnson has the marijuana and everything. What, what made you get into mushrooms?
6: Yeah, you know, it, it's been a long – a long journey to get to here. And there was no, uh, you know, setting out to be a mushroom farmer, or even I didn't, didn't really know that I would be getting into doing this until just before the pandemic. Uh, I had a, had a lunch meeting with my, my business partner, Dale Jolly, who's a partner of mine that helped start Umbo. And actually that's when I, he introduced me to Rashad Evans, a former UFC hall of famer, who's also Mm -hmm. a co-founder of Umbo and has used, uh, you know, in his last fight, when he came out of retirement, he used the products when he was training, and, uh, you know, being an older guy, training with these young kids, he had the energy, he was actually bringing it like you did, Peanut, like he was bringing the energy to the, to the workouts, and, and the guys were like, what are you doing, you know, and he was recovering, and then he went and fought, and he won, and he was so calm, and, and peaceful in the ring, and it was, it was something that, Um, When I when I met him, you know, we started this idea. We we started taking some tinctures that my buddy Dale gave us, and we we felt the benefits. We felt our immune system. We felt like this virus going around. We were we were okay because we were being we were taking the right stuff. Uh, My energy levels were good. My sleep got better. I didn't have my allergies in the in the springtime, and so I was a believer in it. You know. The dive into this started my buddy Dale actually is is, when I met him was in Charlotte's Web when I was working with Charlotte's Web and the hemp oil. And as you guys probably remember or know, like eight years ago, I was trying along with some other guys to try to get this into the hands of the players Mm -hmm. through the NFLPA and whatnot. And it was it was federally federally listed as a schedule one drug, the same as heroin, cocaine. And that's hemp. We're talking about just one plant that got confused with marijuana. And now we see hemp, a lot of guys are having their own brands and and endorsing it and getting behind it because they felt the benefits of this plant of nature. And so that got me into this, uh, this, this like path of of bringing a different mode of healing or something that may help just take the edge off of your pain, or even take a little bit off of, uh, you know, the fogginess in your brain or whatever it was. And we as athletes are so aware of our bodies that just a smi- small, minute change in something can set us free, mm-hmm. and so that was a really big, big thing to do to, to start that, and then and understand the power and of uh, of nature and the medicine they, that that she provides, Mother Mother Earth, and so then getting into this mushroom business, we're talking about you know mushrooms have their own kingdom. Uh, I call it a queendom because I think you know they're they're they just are like the mother. They they're underneath the ground, the mycelial network, um, the, the, the way they help share everything underneath the ground with plants, the way everything filters through them. And the future holds a lot of, uh, a lot of things are going to start changing once people, um, uh, learn a little more about mushrooms, like, Oh, psilocybin. I don't want to trip out. I don't want to go on a journey and have like yeah. hallucinations. Well, that's just one, that's one mushroom in the whole entire kingdom uh, queendom, uh, you know, it's, it's just one, it's just like the yeah. difference between marijuana and hemp. We had to let people know, like you can take hip, take hemp, and you can go to work. You won't be high. You yeah. won't be have that psychotropic feeling. So again, it's a chance to educate, but also a chance to just kind of live it. I'd take the mushrooms every day. I got the farm. That's just like another opportunity came through my buddy, Dale to go start growing them. And, you know, as a former player going through transition, you know, it's never over the transition because we're always mm-hmm. linking back to like like this next week going to the Super Bowl, going down to be uh, amongst the players. You go right back to who you were when you were that – whether it's your alter ego or whatever it is, you go back to that guy. So we're never out of that. We're always transitioning back into our normal lives once we step back into the fold. And you know, this has given me a chance to really grow and feel what it's like to grow things and put intention into these beautiful organisms to help people – you know, hopefully optimize their health and wellness. And uh, it's been a fun journey and I can't wait to, to continue to spread this word. And it's thank you for being interested because that's really the first thing is like, huh, I'd like to think clear. I'd like to sleep better. I'd like to have a little less inflammation. And it seems like this, this, this whole queendom is uh, undisco- undiscovered and has a plethora of healing, healing in it that we're just discovering. So it's a really exciting time.
5: I'm excited because I just bought four four of your. Uh, I guess I apologize for the background. Y'all. I'm getting some work done on my yeah. house, but I, I bought four of you got like a four. You got a four piece. I bought the four piece, and I'm yeah. I'm looking forward to sleeping, feeling, working, just getting getting swole. I'm 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 looking forward to yeah. all of it. My goal right now is three fifteen on Good the bench. So hopefully these mushrooms can get me up and going at it again you know what i'm saying <laughs> well well yeah you know
6: i mean who knows maybe they will if you if you if you put that intention into them they're pretty uh pretty amazing maybe they'll help you get there
4: so so jake i want to talk about this transition a little bit for you um you were 32 years old when you retired and kind of take me back through because we all have our different journeys and stories of when we put the ball down and when we take our pads off um what do we do next or how do we continue to strive and be great in the, in the lane that you were in for so long? And now you step away. You're 32 years old. Could you maybe take me into that first year of after you retired? What were you doing? I know you and I've listened to some of your podcast uh, places or interviews that you've done. You did a lot of handballing around the country. You're 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 still trying to stay active. And uh, you also like to read about read a lot in the morning. I think you'd like to read about just new things, is what you described that you said you like to read about.
6: The transition was, was interesting as, you know, I played the four straight years at ASU, got drafted to the Cardinals and started halfway through my rookie year. So there was really basically 14 straight years of high level football. Yeah, And, you know, my body was really taking a beating. I was up to about 212 pounds. You know, you got to get bigger, you got to get bigger. And it was a, a constant grind to just be that person. And I loved, I, I loved it. I love being the quarterback of the team and, and relating to all my teammates and the players and the, the whole organization. Um, but there was a lot of, there was a lot of, uh, there was a lot of stress there. There was a lot of expectations that were hard to basically un, unable to fulfill all the expectations that were heaped upon me. So that took a toll uh, mentally and spiritually, you know, like just being mm-hmm. able to like feel good about myself and who I am, as a lot of guys leave the league, they feel like they leave in failure, even though they played nine years with their cut, their last camp. And they're like, they leave with a bad taste in their mouth. And they don't remember like those nine years where you were in it and doing that's a, it. Great and one of, a great point. One of
4: few, that's such a great point.
6: <laughs> yeah. You know, one of the few people in the world that do what we do. And at one point in my life, I was one of the, you know, probably top 15 quarterbacks in the entire world. Yeah. In the entire world. And so when you when you can go look back at that in your transition as, as it's hard as hell to go through a transition when we have everything done, done for us, we know where we're going to be in April, we know what we're going to be doing November 15th, we, we got our schedule and you get back into life. If you don't plan for that, which I know there's some things out there to help guys plan, but a lot of guys, you got to be in it in the NFL. You can't think about, oh, in four years I might retire and get into – being a uh, a gardener, or a mushroom farmer, you know, like you, you don't put any extra time thinking down the line because you're so you have to be so in it during that time and present. So when I retired, it was a chance for me to just get away. I, I moved up to North Idaho. I got out of the crowd. I got away so I could just be another human for a little bit, and see what it felt like to go to a grocery store and not get noticed, not have people stopping me everywhere I went. And and that was nice. It was really good. And then, um, you know, I got married soon after I retired, traveled a lot, which was a lot of fun. And I did play a lot of handball. Handball was camaraderie, (laughs) a good chance to get out and compete and run around. I'm still playing handball. I got I got a match tonight. And, uh, you know, that's one of the things that that keeps me moving. You know, you guys, you guys know our bodies are beat up and and we can buy into that narrative. of Oh, we're beat up old football players with arthritis and, and the future's doesn't look great with some of the other things we, we have to, I don't like talking about much, but with the the trauma to our heads and concussions and all that stuff, but you can change that narrative and just be active and and be active in the moment now and not worry about what may be down the line. Um, And that's another thing that's so beautiful about the the mushrooms is I I think it's, it's for longevity for me. It's for, it's for cleaning myself up now, but also planning to live a long time and live healthy and and be active. And, uh, yeah, it's been a great transition. It's, I mean, <laughs> here I am, 16 years out, uh, still, still in it. You know, with the NFL being something that is always going to be part of me, but really being able to bring something to the table here now that's going to, I believe, help a lot of, a lot of people optimize their their time in the league and then post post career. Because um, really, I don't know how many guys on these Super Bowl teams are are eating mushrooms in their diet. I believe that these. Organisms have an ability to balance out our bodies. They're adaptogens. They're very strong adaptogens. And uh, you know, my transition now into to being into this space is really a gift. I get to share something with people that can help them feel better, and I'm I, I love it. It's a it's a great path to be on.
4: Okay, Jay, your mushroom company, Myco Love, right? And I, I think it's beautiful. And and they want to try and ask why do you sell these things or this that another instead. I'm going to piggyback and try and help sell it my, yourself. And I want you to tell me which one you think I should look at. So for me, I look at mm. the turkey tail tincture, all right? And the turkey tail tincture is, describ- uh, is described as this. It, it's really the attribute of it that I love is, number one, that they say it, it grows on evergreen trees and therefore must have the staying power of the trees. It has uh, it has over 400 clinical studies published in, J- in Japan and China In the past 30 years, showing the benefits to the immune system. And I know this from looking at YouTube on all my other crazy things I do. All right. That Japan has the longest living lifespan of any country in the world. It's not a big deal for Mm -hmm. Japanese people to live in their upper 80s to 100 plus years old. That's like normal to them, which is not normal here in the USA. Jake the snake, please, baby, continue to (laughs) sell me more on which one I should use. Either... The reishi or the turkey tail. I'm thinking turkey tail myself. Buy all
5: three. Buy all four. That's what I did. Get the there four
6: pieces. You got it, baby. Buy
5: the four um, piece. Take them. Take them all. It's all gonna help you. Three fifteen. Here I come. Let's go.
6: <laughs> now you you made some great points. Some great great uh, to bring up turkey tail and reishi. Um, two amazing mushrooms that we grow out at Michael Love at the farm. Um, you know the great thing is being able to grow these and extract them. And then, and then here soon to be able to put them in the Umbo bottles, which is Umbo is the company that uh, you know we started this whole thing with, mm-hmm. and and we're doing tinctures and some really good bars. We're going to be down in the down handing them out to anybody, all the legends and everybody, uh, to get them a, t- a taste of a bar with two and a half grams of functional mushrooms in them. And again, answering the question, can I eat this and go to work? Will this trip me out? <laughs> like, of course you can. I'm not I'm not peddling bars with psilocybin in them at the Super Bowl like you think I want to go to prison? No, I'm, I'm still schedule one. It's still listed. Same as cocaine and heroin, the psilocybin mushroom. Now, turkey tail is a great mushroom. It, it's prescribed in Japan for cancer patients. Mm. And another thing that turkey tail does that's amazing is it, it's been known to go in and protect your cells surrounding the cancer cells. So when you get a dose of radiation or chemo, the chemo goes in a, and attacks the cancerous cells and everything around it right Mm -hmm. well if you have the turkey tail in your system what they're seeing signs of is that the turkey tail protects those other cells that are not cancerous so you're not killing off you know all these good cells in your body and Mm -hmm. so they're having really good results with uh, cancer patients coming out of chemo um, you know enough to perk your ears up and go wait a sec let let's let's see why why this is happening in another country we all want to live optimally we all want to live uh, less pain, with less pain, with more uh, vitality and longevity in our minds. And, and we all want to do this, but we also, a lot of people want proof that that's what it does. You know, we wouldn't, I don't want to wait a hundred years to do this. I want to get this, these, this research done now and start getting people to understand there is something out there that mother earth provides us mm-hmm. that could very well help us um, just defend ourselves against everything we are faced with in this daily world of stress Viruses, you know, everything out there, all the chemicals and toxins. Um, you know, you mentioned reishi. Reishi is my favorite mushroom. It's definitely uh, one that that you call the mushroom of immortality. Um, and when you bring up the P53 pathway, that's deep knowledge right there that, that people don't even know about their bodies. Thank sort you, of sir. like when we un- discovered the endocannabinoid system in our bodies in 1997 to realize that we have receptors for CBD the cannabinoids that are in hemp and so these are things that we're just starting to find out even researching the brain and finding out more about neuroplasticity and the fact that we can regrow our neuronal pathways in our brain and, in our brain and make those connections that have been maybe severed through an accident a car accident or through serving as a veteran or from playing football and that's another mushroom lion's mane that gets me real excited because there's so many compounds in these mushrooms we don't know, but a few of them, just like cannabis that we started out calling it CBD. Well, now there's CBQ, CBR, CB, all this stuff, because we've gone in and, and explored this plant. That's what needs to happen with these mushrooms. And that's the exciting part. Lion's mane helps w- with nerve growth factor. Ne- so, you know, neuronal pathways that are damaged or severed. Uh, lion's mane is showing uh, support in helping regrow neuro- neuronal pathways throughout our whole body. And I know that, when I go to bed at night, I'm excited to close my eyes and I go right to sleep because it enhances my dream state. When I dream I dream like in full color, uh, you know, with people that I see the day before that come back into my dream and we're doing stuff together or I had a crazy dream. You guys know Jameer Miller played in the league for a long time, one of my one of my homies from back in the Cardinal days. I had a dream and he was in it. And then I woke up from my dream and, and I went and used the restroom and then I came back and went to sleep. And I, right when I got in my dream, Jameer was there going, hey, you're back. Let's go. And I've never had that happen, right? Like, that was cool. So I called them that, that day. I called them like, yo, man, I had a crazy dream if you hit it. And so then we reconnected. And now, you know, I'm back in connection with one of my favorite teammates. So another one that we don't talk about much and that, that's been known for a long time is cordyceps. Hmm. And cordyceps is, is uh, a vasodilator. It helps bring oxygen to your blood. When you guys go work out, peanut. When you're trying to bench three hundred and fifteen, and you're you start to go, your body naturally sends out an ATP boost, adenosine triphosphate boost, mm-hmm. to your muscles to say, "Hey, let's go! It's go time." Cordyceps actually naturally will enhance that process so that you it happens. It happens effortlessly, and there's no crash, there's no down, there's no sugars, there's no anything that to give you that natural energy that cordyceps provides. So that's all I've been missing um, is it's pretty amazing
5: cordyceps mushroom. Oh my God. Yeah. I, and, and, and peanut for and all, and for all those listeners out there that
4: don't know ATPs, all you need to know about those Jake dropped a, a, a truth bomb on us. ATPs are all about energy and storage function. That's all it's about. Keep it moving, Jake. Go ahead, baby.
6: You got it. Yeah. Great. Thank you for the extra <laughs> little bit there. We're But we're finding out more and more as we get dive deeper into these mushrooms and, it's an entire food group that we eliminated from our diets basically as a culture. And we're just getting reintroduced to it. This isn't any new knowledge. I'm not like going and discovering new <laughs> stuff. The, the whole world is going to be, um, soon to be, you know, they're, they're, they're turning to it already as, uh, as Western culture and our Western medicine keeps doing the same thing. Um, you know, people are looking for other alternatives and I got to say that, just taking the tinctures isn't the reason why I feel good and have energy throughout the day and feel like I've slowed down my aging process. I've added a lot of other things to that, along with the, you know, good diet, uh, you know, watching what I, what I drink, watching how I speak, watching the the, the people that I'm around Mm -hmm. and just changing my whole entire, you know, the way I flow. And I, I do a lot of yoga. I try to stay active and move. And so, you know, sometimes you get out of the game and you feel start feeling the pain that can set in and it's debilitating and it keeps you uh, sedentary. You don't want to move and you don't feel like going out to see your buddies and you're just, and this, these, these things seem to have been able to allow me that freedom, the inflammation in my, my joints is gone. Uh, I just, I feel like I have to share this. I got to let everybody know because I know we're all going through whatever we're going through. Mm -hmm. We all have life happening and to have life happening along with, old injuries or the thought of what could be down the road from, man, I've had, you know, I know personally, I've had probably at least four to five concussions where I was knocked out other times bang my head numerous times, but there are guys that have had 15, 20, 30, you know, hundreds of concussions or mild traumatic brain injuries. And the, the, the narrative is set and it's, it's a scary, it's a scary thing that future that we look forward to like CTE, dementia, Alzheimer's, like, my goal is to try to reverse that narrative to to uh, to start doing some studies with some former players to raise quality of life using functional mushrooms. And also, I am a believer in psychedelic psilocybin mushrooms as a form of healing also at a whole nother level of for for in, in ceremony as a sacred mm-hmm. medicine for approaching some things that may be looming from your childhood or something that you may have gone through as a trauma that you didn't even realize had a traumatic imprint on your on your your system and you just shoved it away. What do we do and what would you do Peanut when you got hurt on a on a tackle? Could you go take a break and like no you pushed that pain away, right? You depressed it. We get real good as like NFL players just I feel sad today. Too bad. Push it down. I got to practice. I got to be the leader. I got to compartmentalizing. Leader. That's just what so, you were so you're, you're yeah. taught to do. Exactly. And so, you know, I believe that, you know, we can we can help shift the narrative of what former players uh, or anybody who who's had a lot of traumatic brain injuries or mild traumatic brain injuries to not look forward or not look at the future as, as though gloom of what could be, but let's start doing this so we can study. Let's start studying and trying to reverse the effects that we, that we cause on our bodies playing this a wonderful game. Let's, let's really be progressive on this and look long-term at, at, at the health and wellness of, of these players. And then once we do that, people start to listen, the, the general public looks up to us. So we have to be real careful, you know, what we get behind. And uh, I'm 100% behind this to, Again, as a gift, as a gift, being connected with some great people as a gift to share this to people. And uh, yeah, it's really exciting. And
4: yeah, and Pina, this is my last little one, because my wife, you know, I said it before. My wife is always she's been microdosing and Jake, you don't know this, but my wife's Native American. So she's all about going the psychedelic route to really. Uh, get rid of and fight those demons or things that we've all suppressed at some point in time. She's a really big, yeah. she takes Lion's Mane every morning. I didn't even know that till this morning when I was so excited about having <laughs> you on. I'm like, what? You take Lion's Mane? She's like, yes, for the, the neuron repair and all this other thing. She's like, you know, and for all those young women, those women out there that are listening, you know, she accuses me all the time of not respecting her mom brain, right? where She's had a couple kids. Sometimes she doesn't always remember certain things. And then her opinion is this helps her. Fight that or go against those things, and can you continue to help mm. her heal those things that she's been through? So, right on again, Jake Plummer, yeah. Right on again, baby. The, her question that she had, she makes, she's making me ask this: is that how do you know what's a reputable a reputable source of where we get our mushrooms from versus what may not be a more reputable source to make sure it's That's all good, right? Question. Like I don't yeah. know if every mushroom is created equal.
6: That's a great question. Um, so much is still out there with mycoremediation, mycofiltration. We don't know yet, you know, building things out of the mycelium, which is showing to be when you can mold it into uh, forms or any type of supports, be as strong as any other material out there. Um, so the sky is the limit here on this. We started Umbo because we saw what was happening and we thought, let's start a brand. And let's do this right, and let's have social corporate responsibility. Let's make sure that we're not. This isn't a capitalist capitalist play for us. This is a cause. This is really a chance to shift the shift the needle towards more health and wellness. And so it's it's getting that shift. It's changing people's perspective to be less fear and more open minded. And Umbo, we set out to have one of the best products. Like I was I I was Charlotte's Web. It's one of the top line products. I wanted to be able to have the same thing in the mushroom industry. Um, There are other good products out there. Be sure to look at the labels to see if it's organic and also if it's fruiting body or if it's mycelium.
5: you sure you didn't study biology when you were in college? You sound like a biology (laughs) major right now. yo.
6: No, man. Like this is the thing. Like I've just been in this for the last few years, just just absorbing knowledge and being around people and learning stuff. Uh, But I, I don't know, like, uh, one-tenth of what Paul Stamets knows. I'd say one-fiftieth of what Paul Stamets knows. He is a mycologist. I'm a mycophile. I love mushrooms. I love fungi. I love nature. And so I think, you know, you know without mycelium, without fungi, that we wouldn't have anything that we're used to having out in nature. The trees, the beautiful flowers, um, everybody benefits from the mycelium underneath us. Yet the jury is still out if eating and taking a mycelium product is actually beneficial to us yet, because we're finding that some mushrooms have compounds in the fruiting body and that that are not that are only um, that are not contained in the mycelium or vice versa. That's in the mycelium, but it doesn't come out in the fruiting body. Mm -hmm. Um, So for now, what i like to say is if you went to an apple tree, you wouldn't pull off a leaf or some bark and eat it and hope to get some benefit. You would pick the apple and you would eat the apple. So now as, we, as we're going, again, back to the research thing, we need to research this. We need to find out if mycelium grown on grain uh, you know, is, is passing on some of the constituents of the grain into the mycelium. So if you're grain heavy in your diet already, do you really want to take more grain into your system? I'm a fruiting body fan. I like full spectrum medicine. I want the whole entire fruiting body all together in my tincture, bar, capsule, whatever. Uh, that's, that's my theory. And, and we're going to learn more. We're going to learn more every day. They're discovering stuff every day. I really want to lead, uh, into this, you know, this next era, um, some studies with some former players, uh, to raise quality of life. And then ultimately to see if we can reverse, you know, the, the issues with the brain that, that, you know, that we're all aware of that we're going to face at some point. Um, but trying to extend life and to extend life with, with quality of life is really the key. And, uh, you know, if I'm, if you guys are around when I turn ninety, I'll invite you to my party at a trampoline park. I mean, that's my vision. There we go. Let's 90, get it. Let's get it.
5: That's what 90. I'm talking I'm not, about. <laughs> energy, energy all day, energy all day.
6: You know, it's funny. I've said that before. Like, I want to be live well into my hundreds. Oh man, you don't want to do that. You'll be in a wheelchair. You'll be all decrepit. And I, I'll tell people, man, shut your mouth and take that back. You put that energy. You put that word out there. Words have extreme yeah. power. As we as we know, being on. You know, hey, it's fourth. It's the fourth quarter. We got a minute left. No timeouts. Let's go win this thing. Right. And we all believe and we go win it rather than, oh, God, there's no chance. We need a time. Well, this isn't going well. Like we believe in the power of words because we lived it. And more people, you know, start buying into just that, that power of word, the power of thought. And then the power of nature, you know, we're coming into a full, full new uh, perspective here on, on really how much we can optimize our human time here on planet earth.
4: Thanks for the answer there, Jake. And as my man, Peanut Tillman always liked to say, we got to pay some bills. And before we do that, we would like to honor black history month in each episode this month. We'll highlight an NFL trailblazer, both past and present in a 60 second tribute. Here's Jets defensive end, Solomon Thomas, telling the story of the first black woman to be named a team president in NFL history. The Raiders, Sandra Douglas Morgan.
0: I'm proud to introduce to you
6: today, the president of the Las Vegas Raiders, Sandra Douglas Morgan.
2: On July seven, 2022, Sandra Douglas Morgan made league history when the Raiders named her the NFL's first ever black female president. As we continue to celebrate black history month across the league, we share the accomplishments of the past and present. Sandra Douglas Morgan is the first African American woman to be the president of an NFL team. Born and raised in Las Vegas, Morgan was a daughter of parents who instilled in her the importance of education, honesty, kindness, and hard work. She would go on to earn degrees in political science from the University of Nevada in Reno and law from the University of Nevada in Las Vegas. Described by Raiders owner Mark Davis as a force to be reckoned with, Douglas is a trailblazer and inspiration for current African-American women and future generations to come.
1: BP added more than $70 billion to the US economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Archaea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.
7: This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History class
4: All right, Jake. We gotta. We like to do this thing with all of our guests. A couple little quick hitters. You just tell us first thing come on your brain. This is fast. This is furious, and we're coming at you right now. You ready? All right. Who cares (laughs) if you're ready or not? It's coming anyways. What was your first welcome to the NFL moment?
6: Oh man, Uh, Vet Veteran Stadium on the two yard line. The coaches decided to to put me into the game for my first live NFL action, and I stepped into the huddle. And looked at the guys and said, let's take this, let's take this, you know what, 98 yards. And they lit up like, huh? And we took it 98 yards and scored. And that was really my first, like, welcome to NFL moment when they believed in me. And once that happened, that belief was strong. And, uh, you know, that's really all I wanted was that belief and respect from the guy. So that was my first, like, here I am. And in that game, Richard Dent was still playing. He was with the Eagles. He spun me around and slammed me into the turf. On my left shoulder, that still kind of has a little limitations from that hit. Said, "Take that rookie!" You know, a few other words involved, and I just jumped up and said, "Man, you're you're too old to be playing. Get your old ass out of the league." Because <laughs> I had to give it back, man. That was the way I had to fight. Like I had to show him that I wasn't scared, even though I was like, "Oh my god, get your dent." But I had to show him like, "There's no fear here. You can't stop me. You can't. You can't break me." And uh Yeah, that was a real good moment, (laughs) in Philly, no less. A great place to come play games. I love playing in Philly. The fans there are
5: amazing. Jake, who intercepted your last pass? Oh, I don't remember,
6: Um, because my last throw was an interception, actually, against the Niners. I'd have to look back and see who that was. Um,
5: You got all that right. It was against the Niners. It was uh, Walt Harris, final game, 2006 Ah. season.
6: All right. You know what's crazy is I threw 161 touchdowns interceptions in my career and 161 touchdowns. <laughs> so I figure I came out straight.
4: <laughs> Even Steven, you're rocking 16 all across the board too, bro. I, I love it. <laughs> yeah, all <big> right. call. <laughs> um, I know how much of a family man you are and you love the outdoors so much. I've heard in the other in- interview, you uh, created dandelion fritters from your outside one time. <laughs> I want to know, bro, yeah. you got to bring some of those to AZ. I got to try those. <laughs> those sound awesome.
6: Yeah, they are good, and, you know, most people spray a bunch of crazy chemicals on their yard to kill dandelions, and, you know, we wonder why we're sick, and I just tell people, well, my dandelions get turned into fritters. And you can actually just pick a dandelion and eat it. And there's no harm there, depending on obviously where it's grown and make sure, you know, my yard doesn't have any chemicals in it. I keep it clean and and organic. During the pandemic, it was something that me and the family got into was just going out and just finding, you know, different things in our yard, like mallow. Mallow was the original plant that they used to actually make marshmallows. Mallow, marshmallows. And so we ended up making some mallow out of a natural little plant that grew out in our yard. And. Usually you pull them and, and, and compost them but um, yeah doing that felt really awesome to to go out forage for mushrooms, find some wild asparagus, do some dandelion fritters and basically eat a meal that was just provided by nature. It, it did something inside my my DNA and my body. It felt different to eat like that. And uh, I, I don't do it all the time but I'm I'm out foraging still and trying to find more edible things out in the forest, uh, to be a part of and, and, and to ingest, of course.
5: All right. Last question for you here, Jake, uh, Mount Rushmore, we ask everyone this question, right? You have to have your own personal Mount Rushmore. Who would you have up there?
6: In sport? Is it sports or just people in In
5: life? Just period people. Oh, wow. It could be mom, dad. It could be Jesus. It could be a mushroom God. It could be just (laughs) only four though. Yeah,
6: that's a you hard question. Four. I put Bob Marley on Rushmore. I think that's a definite the effect he's had first. in the world. That is a
4: great one. Okay. I mean,
6: his music, his music is still alive. His children are still passing on his message. And what his message was is one love. I would say uh, Muhammad Ali, uh, because of what he did to fight for his, his human rights, for civil rights, to stand up and, and be himself. And really, to be one of the most authentic, genuine, one-of-a-kind athletes that we've ever seen in the world, um, and really be known all around the world—you know what, what? an amazing human he was! i was gonna say more. Albert Albert Hoffman, who was the guy who discovered uh, LSD, and uh, you know, a guy who way back, you know, in in the early 1900s or mid 1900s was was on what we're going through right now on, you know, what, on investigating, you know, the effects psychedelics can have on, on people and, and reprogramming rebooting us back to, uh, you know, being, being one again and connecting again and, and being okay with mm-hmm. the beauty surrounding us instead of, you know, ignoring what's around us, you know, you, you know, being, being back in touch with nature, back in touch with, with the community and with connections and humans again. Um, now my fourth one I'm going to put my mom on Mount Rushmore because, you know, without her, I wouldn't be here. And I've learned so much from her. And she really started me down this path as young kids, you know, she was very into our diets and, and uh, taught us to be really aware of what we put in our bodies. And, you know, we would take garlic and honey if we had a cold and uh, we would put bruise yeast in our orange juice. And like, she was way ahead of what's going on now just because her mother my grandma was a vegetarian and, and really into health uh and, and doing the right thing and, and into nature. And and so my mom definitely um, you know, what she's done and how she's been there for me is definitely a Mount Rushmore for me.
5: I wish Wouldn't, your grandmother would have met my grandmother, because my grandma used to make me eat Vicks vapor rub. We used to have a coach, <laughs> literally it says, do not consume. She used to make us eat Vicks vapor up. I, I swear to you, bro, it was look, so bad.
6: You could have some crazy. That'd be a crazy podcast to get all the guys and like find out what their grandmamas, you know, grandmothers gave them for remedies because there's probably some wild remedies out there. if We really wanted to go deep. Yes, it <laughs> is. There's,
4: there's no doubt. Well, look, man, Jake, dude, you are a blessing uh, for for giving us your time today. We want to thank you extremely, man. Not only was I a huge fan of yours as a player, but I'm so much more of a fan of you as a man today after listening and having this conversation with you. Peanut, thanks again, man, for giving us your time, brother. Uh, Love you guys. and And I want to thank all the listeners for tuning in. As always, I want to ask you all again to continue to spread the word. Give us a rating, a review, and a follow on Apple Podcasts or iHeartRadio app, or wherever else you listen to your podcast. This is the NFL Players' Second Acts Podcast. Peace.
6: Introducing the first-ever Grand Highlander, a mid SUV with the ideal combination of space, performance, style, and advanced tech. The roomy Grand Highlander boasts three spacious rows with available seating for up to eight. It's available 362 horsepower, hybrid max powertrain on limited and platinum trims, delivers the power, acceleration, and efficiency so your family can take on any adventure. There's even a standard digital key, a panoramic view mirror, and a 12.3-inch multimedia touchscreen so you always arrive on time. Live life grander in the first-ever Toyota Grand Highlander. Learn more at toyota.com grandhighlander.
0: You deserve to treat yourself, so turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them.